Live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. Sixers up big on the Pistons, 107-83. You got the Pelicans all over the Wizards. Man, at one point, the Wizards had a double-digit lead in this game, guys. 125-104. Pelicans going, well what every team pretty much does against the Wizards, putting up a ton of points and beating the hell out of them right now. Uh, 25 for Kyle Kuzma, though. Kuz. 36 for Brandon Ingram. CJ McCollum's got 22. Oh, I needed over two and a half threes from him. Uh, Bell, Bell, please, please, thank you. Thank you, Trista. It's always fun to do this because when we suffer, sometimes we get to do that as well. So uh, a lot of games tonight. Of course, the breaking news, Draymond Green suspended indefinitely by the NBA. He's got to go to counseling and he's got to... F- essentially kind of check the boxes with the NBA before he can come back. So who knows how long that thing's going to take. Trista brought up a pretty good question, too, during the, the break. It was like, what if he, re- like, refused? I don't know if he would, but, like, I think that that's a valid question. Like, like, I'm not going. Yeah, well, like, what if he didn't want to agree to those? Th- I mean, it, I don't think it gets messy like that, but who knows? I mean, this could get really, really complicated. You go so, to WWE? He would actually be great at that. Great yeah, at that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Mike Tyson, when he was in trouble, remember, with the boxing commission, he went to, uh, and he didn't really go to WWE, but he did, like, a couple spots. He was at WrestleMania when Shawn Michaels took on Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was the special guest referee. Actually, he was the enforcer, not the referee. We don't want to get, right. we don't want to mix up facts. That's true. Have get it right. coming at us on social you media. You get it right. You don't want to get those wrestling people mad at you. No, definitely uh, not them. All right, Lawrence Murray covers the Clippers in the NBA for the Athletic. He jumps on with us now. You were supposed to see Draymond Green in the Warriors tomorrow night against the Clippers. Now we're not going to see that for who knows how long. Your thoughts on the suspension and where we are now? Yeah, I knew that wasn't happening at halftime. Uh, my my guy shows me his phone. It's like, Draymond ain't going to be here Thursday night. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't see it. Like, I, I knew that it was some people were talking about, but I hadn't seen the clip. And then I see the clip, and I'm like, my guy's got more – finishing moves and you'll see in a Royal Rumble these days man like he's got the clothesline you got the curb stop in the playoffs with Sabonis the chokehold hauled off and punched Jordan Poole that was not you know not even what 14 months ago and it's it's a you know it's not good that that's what we're talking about with Draymond like he's he's a he's a future Hall of Famer but now, you know, in 2023, going into possibly 2024, we're going to be talking about, like, another multi-game suspension. So it's unfortunate for him. It's unfortunate for the Warriors. And uh, hopefully this particular suspension is something that gets him to stop getting suspended. Like, when you get definitely suspended, it's not even like you can't even put a timeline on it. It is way bigger than basketball. And unlike most dudes who get indefinitely suspended, this happened on the basketball court. Yeah, that John Morant, it feels like the first suspension for John Morant where they wanted to get it sorted out when he ended up going to his own counseling sessions. Never mind the fact that we've been, I don't know, since June, since he stomped on Sabonis' chest, and then like less than a month since he's choked out Rudy Gobert. So the Draymond incidents have piled up more than just the Jordan Poole. I want to talk about some stuff that's good, though, because all of a sudden... What has happened since Russell Westbrook has decided to be the sacrificial lamb and go to the bench? This team is what? 10 and 3? How how good, how optimistic are we feeling about our clips right now? Well, you know, uh, my reporting was different from everybody else's, so um my line was 
not that this was Russ's decision. I termed it as a team decision, um, one that Russ had to go with because who, what leverage did anyone have in a situation where they were losing? You know, they had a six-game losing streak. They were three and seven alone in 12th place in the Western Conference. But Russell has played his role, um, which is as the team's second point guard, and the key is having James Harden as the main point guard. It has allowed for everybody, especially James, to understand what their roles are, to understand what they have to do in certain lineups, and the Clippers aren't really throwing out a whole lot of crazy lineups. Like They're actually a pretty streamlined team right now in terms of what everyone is being asked to do and everyone's had a moment like James that first win to start this stretch of 10 wins out of the last 13 was a four-point play against a team that we thought he was going to sign with in the Houston Rockets and you saw Paul George play some of like he's I feel like Paul's always gotten off to great starts over these last few seasons it's just a matter of his body holding up and ironically his body is going through some things right now he may or may not play tomorrow against the Warriors however Paul's arguably been the best player over the course of this entire season, even when they were losing six in a row. Like, Paul was aggressively good um, on both ends of the floor, but especially offensively. But now what you're seeing this month of December is Kawhi Leonard's turning up. Uh, Kawhi is not only playing in all of these games, but now he's starting to really cook teams. He's understanding where he's going to have his opportunities, and he is lethal. Unlike a lot of these superstars who come into the league, Kawhi and Paul are guys who they had the ball out of their hands and they had to be two-way players before getting their opportunity to dominate the basketball. And then when they got to the Clippers, they were asked to increase their playmaking for their teammates. Now you're getting the best of all three of those worlds. You're still asking those guys to be top-level defenders, and it helps that those guys can run a pick-and-roll and make the right passes. But now that you're playing with James so much, you are allowing those guys to get catches in spots where they can be efficient with their offense, and you're seeing all of that come together right now. And Lawrence, for the third consecutive season, I did buy into the Clippers. I'm a believer, <laughs> and they made it a whole 22 games this season without an injury to Kawhi or Paul George. Like you said, he missed the second half. He's got some groin soreness, they're calling it. And I just look at this week, this stretch. They got four games, I believe, in six nights, Blazers, Kings, Warriors, Knicks. Um, and then after that, like Pacers, Mavs, Thunder – and like you said, they're figuring some things out right now with Kawhi, you know, with Russ coming off the bench and with Harden coming over. Uh, does that concern you at all if he does have to miss some time, you know, just maybe like a little bit of a setback? And, and does he miss any time? I hope he – honestly, I, I hope that the Clippers are smart and does not have him play through soft tissue stuff. Like uh, something yeah. that might cost you a game or two, you don't want it to wind up costing you a week or two because you're trying to prove something. Like I saw that last season. That's the thing that – trip me up I'm with this team all the damn time and guys are talking about how dudes are just sitting out because they want to no I saw dudes play when they shouldn't have played that's what we saw in Denver January first week of January they go there it's a day I always remember because it was my birthday and it stopped being my birthday as soon as that game started Paul had a bad <laughs> hamstring and decided and the team let him play like he he was allowed to play and I knew he wasn't right immediately like a guy who is pretty good in the paint Everything was outside the paint. Jump shots, short, not getting, uh, uh, not playing the type of game that you, you would play if he was healthy. And they were down 35 at halftime. And of course, we didn't see Paul again for two weeks. 
and he didn't play the second night of the back-to-back again until after the All-Star break. That's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, you got to be smart, but then we're seeing a team that is pushing each other, pushing themselves uh, to play all these games, high minutes, and because they have to. So the concern now is can everybody adjust to doing a little bit more? Can guys who aren't playing play competently? Can guys like Norman Powell or I'm not even sure how they would handle uh, who would start because we haven't seen it yet this season. It could be Norm. It could be someone like Amir Coffey who right now out of the playing rotation, but someone who, if you look back at previous seasons, has been able to start and fill in, especially for Paul George. So uh, I, I feel like because everyone else is playing so well, it's and, and these guys are talented players, uh, these guys are guys who've been practicing and been on this team for years. It's not going to be that big of an adjustment. Obviously, you're not going to be as talented, but the cohesiveness is what matters in the basketball game. And I think it would help the Clippers to see what that looks like in December now that they have a little bit of a cushion on five points. Not much, though. They're still only seventh in the West. I wanted to follow up on that point about guys playing through or deciding they wanted to, to push through tweaks and, and being banged up like Who's responsible for that change happening uh, this season? I'm not going to put it on the NBA's player participation policy, that's for sure. Uh, I think that these <laughs> guys were um, – I think last year was a year you probably could have taken for granted. Uh, I think when the season began last year, it was like, oh, Kawhi Leonard's back from an ACL, and Paul, you know, after missing three months with and torn ligament in his elbow, you were thinking, add that to a team that – finish with a winning record and you could see how everyone thought they'd be a top five team easily we learned a lot about how injuries and age not just of the stars but of the supporting cast can cause a team to decline and that's what you saw last year by the end of the year the approach that the team took just for guys to get hurt any damn way it really lit a fire up under everybody but the other thing is look at the contracts contracts speak for themselves no one's guaranteed to be on this team again next year. You don't want to leave the season with regrets. The whole service had a great line in one of those songs, you know, I'd rather regret something I did than regret something I didn't do. And what this team is doing is saying, you know what, we need to take the regular season seriously, but it's not a matter of, you know, guys having an attitude going into games that they weren't trying hard. It's a matter of you have a medical staff that's trying to protect injury-prone players, but now the approach is to not, you know, put everything into – protecting guys over a long term that isn't guaranteed instead play guys and help them sustain over the course of the year while they're playing back-to-backs while they're playing um instead of 30 minutes 35 minutes per game um and it's because this is the last real shot that this team might have with these group of guys being together it's really as simple as that Talking to Lawrence Murray, BetMGM tonight. I'm looking at the Western Conference standings now, and I know like it's it's a long season. We're 22, 23 games in for for most of these teams. We got the Timberwolves at 17 and five, the Thunder at 15 and seven, and then the Mavs at 15 and eight, with the Denver Nuggets sitting there in the four spot. I know a long way to go, but when you look at some of these younger teams, these up and coming teams, we all kind of sat here and agreed the Thunder were going to take that next step. Uh, I didn't really expect them to be like a two seed when the season was done. But again, long season to go. If you look at the Timberwolves, the Thunder, and even the Mavs, do you see all or even one of them kind of sustaining this type of momentum throughout the season? Not really. Uh, and that's no, <laughs> that's, 
that's no disrespect to these teams. Um, look, man, the, the at this time last year, December of 2022, we were looking at teams like Phoenix and the New Orleans Pelicans at the top of the West, okay? And what Utah happened to too. Phoenix? Yeah, like Utah had Mike Conley. You know who has Mike Conley now? The number one team in the Western Conference, Minnesota yeah. Timberwolves. A team that I would not consider to be a young, up-and-coming team. Them dudes is pretty damn old. Um, not old as in, you know, Clippers old, but like those guys are established NBA players and talents uh, outside of maybe Anthony Edwards. Like Anthony is the base of that team now, but Carl Anthony Towns is the guy who he's been around long enough to be the face and to kind of pass that along to Ant. Rudy Gobert is a guy who he's on the other side of 30 now. Mike Conley is in the twilight of his uh career but he's still playing at a high level and has a lot to do with why that team is so organized like you saw it with Utah Jazz when they stopped being competitive once they made that trade with Minnesota um this is the Minnesota team that could have been we could have seen this team last year except Rudy didn't have his stuff together in his first year there it took midseason to get the right point guard to be there in Mike Conley he's a much better fit for those guys than D'Lo uh, Ant was great, but Carl Anthony Towns was hurt pretty much the whole year. You're seeing a team that went through a lot of struggles, and now they're coming together. Um, I love what they're doing, but it's also like you take one or two of those guys out, and, you know, they have some durability issues. They're not deep at all, and that's the result of the Rudy Gobert trade. We saw that last year. Hopefully that we don't have to see that this year, but that's what you have to guard for. The OKC Thunder, they're just young. Um uh, and they're doing great, but we got to see it over the course of a full season. So we'll give them credit for what they're doing now. And we know it's a long season. It's hard. So shout out to the shout out to those dudes. And for Dallas, it's the same thing. Luca was playing great this time last year. He was coming up with 50 point games, 60 point games, and then in celebrations after some of the stuff that he was doing, like when he beat the Knicks off of that free throw, uh, missed free throw. Um, they go as hard as Luca goes, and relying on Kyrie Irving. Kyrie's already hurt, so we got to see it. Lawrence, about 30 seconds. How sustainable is this performance that we're seeing lately from Harden? I think it's pretty damn sustainable. He's not doing anything too complicated. He's just kind of playing basketball. Set the screen, we're going to make some decisions. That's it. You know what? If they got, if they can keep this going, All Star Harden. I, I, I listen. I want to yeah. see the Clippers make a run again. They made the Western Conference Finals when they it's actually kept time. that roster healthy a couple of years ago. I mean, I it would be it would be fun to watch them over the Lakers for a change. Lawrence Thank Murray, the Athletic. Great talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on again. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, I, I just. It's weird to sit here and look and go, wait, like Kawhi and Paul George have been playing this entire season. It's it's. It's, they barely miss games. It's a different, I know. Until last night. Well, and look, guys are going to get banged up. They're vet, look, they're in their 30s. We all know what happens in your 30s. We're oh, all yeah. sitting Me here. Me and you are rest, backs hurt doing stuff, stuff with our back and God. get a Theragun. And people are like, wait till your 40s. I'm like, no, it scares me. It's wait till your 60s. Ugh. Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL. We struggled to run the ball as of late. And it's put a lot of pre- even more pressure on Trevor, and I think he's responded. He's um, he's he's tough as heck fighting through an injury, and you know and he'll he'll be game. He'll be ready to play. Um, but can that can the Jaguars' offensive line handle physical handle the physicality of a really good front seven who can rush the passer? They're good against the run. 
And if the Jaguars do what they ended up doing against Cleveland, where they called 57 pass plays, There's, he was sacked four times, he ran three times, and he threw it 50. That's not how this team play. You know, that's not how the game needs to flow if the, if the Jaguars want to beat the Ravens. Incredible indeed, ESPN again with the call. So Tennessee holds on. They sack to a late. They're the first team to be down by 14 points with under three minutes to play and win a game since 2016. Previous teams in this spot had gone 0-767. So what we saw last night was something we rarely see in the NFL. And Chelsea, you got to be thrilled with this. Well, kind of, but like, what are the Titans doing winning games right now? We don't need to win games. Like, we're not <laughs> going to make the postseason, so you might as well get a better draft pick. But what I wanted to see in this game is exactly what we saw. Will Levis taking a hold of the offense and getting a chance to play in some meaningful moments. Because that's what the Titans are playing for now. They're playing for the future. They want to see if Will Levis is going to be their quarterback moving forward. And I think we saw a lot of great things from Will Levis last night. We saw the arm. We saw the scrambling ability. The fact that he can take some hits. 
At one point, I think Mike Vrabel pulled him to the sideline and said, hey, you can't be lowering your shoulder as a quarterback <laughs> and Correct. hitting other players. So I really like the toughness and the resilience that he showed because we knew there was going to be some rookie mishaps, and we did see that with the turnovers. Earlier in the game, uh, I believe he threw a pick six. Later in the game, he fumbled, I believe. But the way that he came back was what mattered the most. And yeah. like you said, the Titans in that spot, down 14 points in the fourth quarter, showed a ton of resilience for a team that's kind of been left for dead. So I do like what we're seeing from Will Levis. I do like what we're seeing from this team. Uh, I just wish they wouldn't have won. Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> You guys know bowl season's closing in in college oh, football. Bowl season. The college football bowl pick'em challenge is at BetMGM right now on a grand prize of $25,000. You just got to log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Now on the website, you do all the things that you normally would do. No big deal. And you go up to the uh, little top banner there. You look for the bowl pick'em challenge entry. You get in there. It's Now, by the way, just one entry. This is all you do. But the whole point is you're going to pick every single bowl game against the spread. The key here is that you don't have to do it all at once. You can wait and go game by game. Just make sure you get it in, obviously, before kickoff. But it's like betting on any other game, right? You just take Indeed. your time, make sure you know who's playing, yep. who's not playing, see where the number is. Unless, of course, you want to get a better number early on. It's the same way you would do any other time that you're betting. But this time, BetMGM gives you a chance to win twenty five grand. I oh, am so excited, it. guys. And the bowl season starts officially this Saturday. So we'll have a little NFL football, but we'll also have Georgia Southern as three-and-a-half-point favorites. I bet the money line. Minus 175 <laughs> against Ohio. You could add that to your little uh, competition there. And then I like UCLA. Uh, wow, all the way out to four and a half against Boise State. I think UCLA wins. They're minus 190 on the money line. So, unfortunately, we can't join the competition unless we... I've tried to use a fake alias. They have you really? On, no, no, no. no. I, I didn't really. But uh, You could have your wife do it. I should. I, I should. I should have Nathan Shh, do it. Nathan. Oh, but he's got to be 21. Sorry. Oh, yeah. see, that's, that's, that's. Does he have a fake ID? Uh, no. Not no, that not we're yet. condoning that bet, MJ. Not of yet. Course. He's only 10, but that's okay. coming soon. That's definitely <laughs> coming soon. You gonna take him to get his first soon. fake ID? <laughs> yeah, hand of mine. <laughs> Actually, that would. I be... used my older sisters when I was growing up. I had pretty good luck with mine. I, I got mine. I never got mine taken away. I was like one of the, my only friends. And my guy was Asian, so it was pretty uh, remarkable that it didn't get you, taken away. Seriously? Yeah, an Asian guy. He had braces, too. How? I don't, I don't even His name was Mike. You went to places where they just didn't care is what it was. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I didn't, like, use it. If I was going back home, like, to the big bars in Chicago, I was like, nah. Yeah, they care a lot more than... I had to know somebody or sneak in the back door. But, like, in college, yeah. I mean, and you only really had to be, like, 18, but to drink, mm -hmm. you had to be 21. Right. So... 18, to, 18 to party, 21 stamp. to drink is what they'd say. Yeah, yeah, you got to go up to the boom boom room if you were 21. <laughs> the, the, it's, you know, it's just, just getting in the door is all that matters first, right, when you're that age. That's all that matters. No doubt. It's so. all that matters. Just get yourself in the door for the competition, for the for the bet, uh, for the the bet bowl contest. But you be sure, you know what you could do, what I love for what? the competition? So you could bet all your games on Saturday, get your picks in. But then there's games coming up on Monday and Tuesday. So that's the best part. You don't have to submit your whole card for the entire bowl season. Because who knows? Maybe like J.J. McCarthy gets out of bed one morning and there's some glass on the floor. He steps out and he's like, oh, I can't play. So that way you don't have to make your pick for the national title game or the college football playoff. Love it. Right. MGM is always one step ahead. That's why they're the king of sports. King books. of sports books. Week 15 in uh, the NFL. 
There are some Survivor Leagues, plenty, still going on. Some not, some are. You're done with yours, Ryan, I know. I already won. Uh, that was no all done. Deal. Good for you. Thank Congratulations. You. Pretty excited. So once again, the key here is to dig through and find one of those teams that maybe, because the favorites are the favorites, the big names are the big names. But who's the one or two teams where you say, maybe this is the week I got I to gotta check them off. I got to get rid of them. I got to get them off now because I don't want to ever have to use them again. Is it crazy to say that if you've been waiting all year and you've been sitting there avoiding the Giants and the mess that they are, that the Giants at the Saints with Tommy DeVito taking the show on the road, they're six-point dogs right now, but it's not like New Orleans is playing great football. Ooh. I would only take the Saints. Uh, what, I, 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 I think you're not riding the Tommy DeVito train at all. No, I mean like he's uh, he's a fun little story, but I just think that whoa, whoa, whoa. I he think just ends... ran for 80 yards on Against Monday Night Football. So yeah, but like that was a good spot. That's why I like the Giants so much. The Packers were beat up with a bunch of injuries, and the Giants were coming off the bye at home, primetime spot. Now this is an early kickoff on the road against the Saints. Saints playing for the division in their playoff dreams. Giants are really just playing just to kind of like keep the money train going for DeVito so maybe he could move out of his parents' house here soon. So I would have to go Saints. I don't know. What about you, Tristan? Who's left on your list that so, you haven't already okay. taken? Actually, I got a question from uh, our guy, Hate Ass Mario. And he said, hey, Ryan, kind of a question out of nowhere, but my boy and I are in a survivor pool. And we got four people left. Wanted to split money, but they won't. Cowards. You never split the money. You always want to be yes. a survivor. Anyway, I says, give up. these are the teams we have left. Who would you take this week? He's got the Lions, the Ravens, the Saints, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Colts and the Vikings. And I thought about this long and hard mm-hmm. for our guy, Mario. And I told him, I kind of like the Lions against the Broncos. They're back home. You don't have to worry about the elements. I think they'll win. I just don't know if they'll cover. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah That's probably what win. I right. would do as so, well. So would you guys feel better about the Ravens? I love the Ravens. But the number, again, that number's coming down. You have a hobbled Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. You have that pass rush. You have this Baltimore team who wants the one seed. They're 10-3 and three this season. They're three-point favorites. Let me look at the Ravens' schedule. So you're not going to take them next week because they play the 49 Niners. You're probably not going to take them against the Dolphins. Maybe you wait to take them against the Steelers. I like the Ravens a lot. I don't think, I do not think the Jaguars beat the Ravens. I mean, especially considering that high ankle sprain is really no joke. And Christian Kirk out for the next, what, eight weeks or something at least he's done for the year. Yeah, and like what I like about McDonald, the D.C. for the Ravens is, yeah, they'll play some zone, but they know with the hobbled Trevor Lawrence. They're coming for him. And with no Christian Kirk, like you said, they could just play gobs and man I defense. I think you have to take the Ravens, and they don't really have a they don't really have a man beater. Yeah, so or well, he doesn't have this team. If I had him available, a team that I didn't really trust all season, maybe maybe now's the time for the Eagles. I'm guessing most people have probably taken the. I Eagles. think right. so too. That's why I wanted to know what teams were left. That, for and that's really people. what at this point it's what it comes to. It's scraps that you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he has a lot of good teams I left. I say, he's got a pretty good list. So, yeah, list them again. Who are they? He's got the Ravens. The he's Lions. got the Lions. Okay. Um, he does have the Vikings. And I like the Vikings a lot against the Bengals. I know, like, Dobbs has been I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to touch that game. Because he has yeah. the Bengals and the Vikings. Yeah. I'd probably stay away. Because I could yeah. see the Bengals winning. I could see the Vikings winning. It's, That's also, a it's stay Nick away. Mullen starting at quarterback. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I would stay away from that, too. He's also still got the Commanders, the Cardinals, and the Patriots. Commanders I didn't name them. Commanders have the Rams. No. The Commanders so may not no. win another game. No. Cardinals against the Niners. They're 12 Can't and a half. Do that. Dogs. Can't yeah, do that. Can't do that. And then you got the New England Patriots, who I would maybe consider. No. Oh, wow. That came down to seven and it a half. It did. Yep. 
has nothing to do with the spread, though. You need them right. to win the game. So no way. Gonna happen. No way. Unless, again, Bill Belichick coaching for his job. Yeah. Schemes up something great and finds a way to get Kadarius Tony to jump off or stand off sides again. Yeah, I told him. I said, for me, it would be the Ravens or the Lions. And yep. I think the Ravens yeah. are probably the smarter play. I agree. But, uh, man, I don't know. I do like this spot for Detroit. Especially the way that, like... Let me look at Detroit's schedule, too, to see who they might end up having. Uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. Green Bay and Minnesota. Division games are and always the Cowboys. iffy. And the Cowboys. Ooh. Ooh. See, that's the issue, is that the rest of the way, you got division games, which can always be... Uh, they, they can I think always you have just to take go the Lions. randomly. I, I the think Cowboys you have to take the Lions end, I now. Do the, I would do the Lions here now. Yeah, because the, the Lions have a tougher schedule down the stretch, and I know the Ravens seem like they have a tough schedule, but when you have divisional games and, and you've got a game against the Cowboys in Dallas, and then you've got Week 18 against the Vikings in like a pretty tough spot, too, at home, I think you take the Lions now. Yeah. Yeah, Lions. Uh, if you had the Rams available, I would feel pretty good about the Rams at home against the Commanders, who have nothing left to play for. And then, um, maybe this is a trap. Atlanta. Three-point favorites, not that it matters. Minus 165, so in Survivor against the Panthers. I like Can Atlanta you make the well. case for the Panthers winning that game? No. Atlanta no. still has I a think... shot at the playoffs, and the Panthers are a no. one-win team that struggles to move the ball past the floor. I, and even, listen, even if you could make a case, I wouldn't waste my money on anything involving the Panthers the rest of the way. They are a horrible, horrible team. And you know they're bad that once the coach gets fired and they're still bad, it shows you the coach isn't the real problem. Yeah. The coach is the scapegoat there. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, real close three. There's a lot of three-point matchups. Three points, two points. The the as many as probably we've seen all year. You've got the Chargers and the Raiders field goal, Vikings and Bengals field goal, one and a half for the Steelers Colts, four for the Broncos Lions, three for Bears Bron- uh Bears Browns, three and a half for Bucks Packers, three for Texans Titans. Yeah, a lot of tricky matchups, right? Three for Falcons Panthers. That's the one I feel the best about. I like the Falcons a, a lot in that spot. Two for Cowboys Bills, three for Ravens Jags, and four for Eagles Seahawks. So. There's that's a lot of close yeah. spreads. Also, you have to think about, and I know, like in a couple of the leagues where, like my buddies, uh, you know, are running leagues right now, a lot of people got knocked out this week. I mean, you got to think Monday mm-hmm. night Packers against Tommy DeVito, yep. and yep. Dolphins fourteen point favorites against Tennessee. Yeah, and then you go last week Jared Goff against the Packers. <laughs> I mean, Jared Goff against the Bears. How many people do you think that eliminated so right there? So. I don't know. I, if you are still alive, one ugly favorite I would maybe consider. We talk about the Texans every single week. We love them, but now C.J. Stroud's concussed. Even if he does play, I, I kind of feel good about I the Titans like the at Titans home. Too. This is like the Mike Vrabel special now. <laughs> yeah, Coming off is. that emotional win. Will, Will Levis, Levis. Momentum. Oh, Ty J. Spears finding a way to get, what, seven receptions the other night? Thank God. I know, that was a great call. Keep feeding him the rock. He's so explosive. And, like, the Titans aren't good, but they have a they have a cheat code. Will Levis does have a cannon for an arm. Mm-hmm. D Hop could still, uh, you do know, do everything. They're the perfect connection. Just, just under throw him on yes. a deep ball. All he has to do is fall to the ground, and fifty percent of the time, you're probably getting a DPI. You know what I mean? Like that's, I do. That's, yes. that's all they have to do. Then you get in the red zone, and you, you use Derrick Henry. Imagine, imagine Vrabel coaching like a real team. Like I'd love oh, to God. see him coaching an uh, like an actual like. Roster that could get to like the AFC title game. Yeah, even or the team, even the team that he coached two years ago, three years ago, that yep. was the one seed. You know, that gets beat. Oh, he made that team overachieved because of him. Oh gosh, yeah. Ryan Ryan Tannehill has never been. Oh, look, I understand he's made himself a lot of money, had a nice career, certainly had his moments in Tennessee. 
That dude's not a franchise quarterback. No, that was but, a fluky year, too, remember? Because yep. Lamar and the Ravens were the one seed, and then yep. Lamar got hurt, and uh, everything kind of fell apart. I would be curious to know how many teams would go after Vrabel if he decided to go somewhere else. Because, I mean, it, listen, you can even do like – you can trade coaches. It do, It has happened. What if him and Bill are a package yeah. deal? Yeah. Oh, well. With Josh McDaniels <laughs> here in I, D.C. I, I, oh. McDaniels calls the plays. No, no, I don't want him anywhere near my team. Vrabel no, is the defensive start. head coach, or the, def- the defensive coordinator, and then you got uh, Bill. No. Head of the no. operations. Too many too many old retreads, except for Vrabel. You get Patricia in there. It. No, I hate it all. You're, oh, now you're making it worse. Now I, don't know, just, I don't know what his role is, but he's got a pen in the back of his ear and crumbs in his beard. And, that, and that's it. That's what his role is, is to stand around and just put a pen in his ear. And he Ro- Romeo, else. Romeo, God bless him, wherever he's at Now right you're now. just making this just awful. But listen, if It's going to happen, though. Like, if Bill goes elsewhere, he's bringing back his staff. Oh, absolutely. Like, where else is McDaniels ever going to work? Joliet Catholic? But how many places is Bill Bellick? You see he was asked about that today? Bill he, was about uh, Josh McDaniels. No, no, he was asked about his oh, coaching about his, future. Yes, I did. And yeah. he did. The, it was the next on to Cincinnati. Oh, we're, we're, we're focused. We're focused on Kansas City. He sticks to the bit. God City. bless him. He does. I just don't know how many teams like, committed to the bit. He, I think he, goes he is. Te- I think. I think if he leaves coaching this year, I think if he leaves the Patriots, I think he might be in the broadcast. Booth. He would get a lot no of money. Way. That's why I went he to college game day and why? he stole the show. He was great. Watch, he'll have a great personality. He'll be funny. Well, yeah. remember when Tibbs did media? Yes. I, I don't know that he was terrible. funny. <laughs> I thought Tibbs terrible. was terrible. What are you talking See, about? I won't say that because I love okay, Tibbs. Okay, Tibbs was awful on TV. Terrible. No, Belichick, though. So Bill Belichick behind the scenes does have, like, players say he's funny. It's a lot more sarcastic. It's a lot of, you know, just kind of snarkiness. But he also knows football, and he's a huge name. And you know sometimes that's enough for these networks to say, oh, we'll give you the bag. We'll give you whatever you Put want. Put him in the booth with Brady, and then you get a play-by-play guy. <laughs> Is that still a thing, by the way? Is Greg Olson still getting screwed over? Because he's yes, yeah. really good. Third leg Greg is the best broadcaster in Third the game. Third leg right now. Greg. G-Reg. He's definitely the best member of the 12th floor crew. Uh, but he's he's he gets better every week. Too. Maybe someone. You know what? NBC should go steal him and get rid of some of the. Well, they, they should need to get rid of Jack Collins first. But oh, don't you're preaching to the choir there, Man. brother. I'm, I was, not, I'm I, not a big media-on-media media person, but Jack Collinsworth has no business doing what he's doing. You mean doing. like media-on-media media crime? Yeah, like I just don't yeah. really like – I'm not really into like starting wars with people on that. I don't work at bar stools, so I don't need to do all that crap. But like for the love of God, Jack Collinsworth, get him off TV. Yeah, he's not great. He's just not good. J- uh, you know what? As bad as he is, though, he's much better than Jason Garrett. Jason, Jason Garrett yeah, that's what I mean. So, you know, is you know a what? goon. Greg Ol- NBC should go after Greg Olson and then get rid of Jason Garrett, who just – my. It's like he's high when he's calling I have, games. I have three favorite really quick. I want to get him in. Jason right. Garrett moments from this season. All right. Army, Navy. Uh, Navy throws one pass the entire game. Right. It's fourth and one. They're down like 30. They come to the line of scrimmage, and Jason Garrett says, I think they're going to run the ball. That was a great dynamite drop in, Jason. They literally, <laughs> that's all they do. Okay. It's what, Navy. They run the triple he, option. Was he being sarcastic? Yes. No. he was. He okay. Was, he's being serious. Yes. He was being serious. All right. Um, Every single time that he just is like, you know what, fourth and one, I think they should kick the field goal, and then a team does it, and then they end up losing the game. Ultimately, I'm like, man, you're a bonehead as a head coach. Jason Garrett just agreed with your decision. And then the weirdest thing, I don't know if anybody else even noticed it. Remember the, like, um, Maria Taylor thing where he was, like, getting, like, kind of close to her and being, like, weird? But then... They, like, cut to her uh, to do her, like, little spot to be, like, coming up at halftime. And he goes, and Tariko's going yeah, out about something. And he goes, man, 
Maria looks great, great doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a second. That's a little bit of a... But he said it like twice, and they weren't even talking about her. And he's like, man, Maria really looks great, doesn't like, she? Somebody better check. And even Tariko's weird ass is like, uh, sure, you know? Yeah. <laughs> somebody needs to That's check great. and see if Jason Garrett pitched the tent in his pants after that. I mean, it was like, what? Jeez. I'm just saying, Scott, he's the one that was getting I mean, all there excited. was already the, like, the, it was the evidence against them, and, and then he's like... That- Man, I'm glad she you looks great. That too. I was like, "That's creepy." It as was. Hell. It was weird. Was even like, my wife's like, "Did he just?" Yeah, like he did. just. Yeah. Even if it's meant to be nice, like the way he says it, just sound. Yeah, Man, a little bit he's creepy. So, he's such a ginger too. They <laughs> always just, seem more creepy. He's such a dork. Bet MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere though, because we'll be right back with even more Bet MGM tonight, presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL. Outright. <laughs> I understand that. Your guy, Derrick Henry, moves to 15th on the NFL's all-time rushing list. On the flip side, Tua Tungabailoa, only 240 yards. Raheem Mostert rushes for 96 and two touchdowns. But Tyreek Hill leaves the game in the first quarter with an apparent ankle injury. What is your takeaway from the Dolphins here? This is one of those crushing losses in that, look, the Dolphins are going to be fine. They have plenty of talent. But there's no way in the NFL you should be giving up a 14-point lead with four minutes to play. They've now won three straight. They're not going to blow anyone out. And Tommy DeVito is not Patrick Mahomes. But I, I love this story for a guy who has no business. It feels like playing quarterback in the NFL. And here we are. What a sentence. Tommy DeVito is not Patrick Mahomes, uh, clearly. (laughs) But it takes a lot to come in here and have this type of performance because this was an undrafted free agent we're talking about. And there was an interesting quote after the game that made me think that he has a lot of pressure from people in his hometown and that surrounding area. Like Brian Dable was talking about it. He said it's hard for him to keep football the main thing because he's from here and he has such a fan base. And of course, we've all seen the memes about Tommy Cutlets. And let me ask you for a second. Did you see his agent last night with the fedora on and the pinstripes? He looked like a cartoon character. He could not have been more dressed to the nines for exactly what we pictured for Tommy DeVito's agent. So it's been a great stretch for Tommy DeVito. And also, big game from Saquon Barkley. Uh, We haven't heard his name too much this season as, you know, the premier talent that he is. But a good game here. I think uh, the second half of the game was when he really went off. Had a long of 34, Mm -hmm. I believe, in the second half. uh, And a couple of touchdowns to boot. Jenks, you were all over Saquon here. And it was the right call. I'll say this. I love the fact that Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito is leaning into this. You mentioned his agent, Sean Stellato is his name. He will be inducted into the National Italian-American Sports Hall of Fame this week in Chicago. And by the way, the DeVito family, did you see this before the game? They were in the parking lot handing out cutlets and pasta to people. So Tommy is as Italian as it gets, which I, I love. He's from the area. So When you hear Brian Dable talking about that pressure, that's a real thing from Giants fans, from the Italian community. You're like, Tommy, this is our guy. And he's such an unheralded quarterback for him to go in and to say, yeah, I've been leading this team through this three-game winning streak. No matter what happens in his future, he's always going to have this. And that's, that's pretty amazing. 
NFC make or miss the playoffs. And when we look at the NFC wildcard standings up to the nanosecond, mind you, obviously this conversation is about the six, six and seven seed in the wildcard standings. Right now, Minnesota, uh, only team in this conversation with a winning record at seven and six uh, after that thrilling win against the Raiders. Uh, then we've got a mess of uh, six and seven teams. The Packers uh, currently have the tiebreakers over everyone else. Uh, we got the Rams, the Seahawks. Then we get to the Falcons and the Saints. The NFC South has entered the chat. So when we look at this mess right now, Joe, what do you make of all of it? Yeah, so in, in the AFC part of this conversation we were talking about the teams that we like and certain paths and all that but i'm sure they missed you terribly in the studio that's today. my buddy maria right yeah, there. Yeah, that's right that's sims was happy to get rid of you yeah, I, know that. I know he was <laughs> i'm happy to get rid of him <laughs> maria looks great doesn't she Devin and maria back there in the studio Ryan, Trista, and Nick are back on BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. You guys found that way too fast. I just right, it just does. Jason Garrett just Maria looks great, doesn't she, guys? Tariqa's like, yeah, sure. I yeah, mean, yeah, man, got to move on. Let's not make this weird. You say that on the air. <laughs> hey, yeah. we're on. The red light is on. So right. Ronick got ousted with tapping. You got to stop right. yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't need on air HR. All we need, what we need laughing, though, too, Garrett. What we need is Jason Garrett to go on. Pardon my take, because inevitably oh. he'll say something <laughs> dumb enough. That is very to true. get him fired. That is that is I very true. I just saw that big old belly, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd listen. <laughs> I'd listen like, to Garrett." It's like anything. Jason Garrett's trending on Twitter, and like that's, Carissa Thompson. Man, he yeah. He's, I went into my office and I Carissa Thompson myself. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, "How far is Trista gonna take this?" this? She's no. over there. She's she's cooking this up something. This is no. She's going somewhere. And literally, if the FCC heard that, they'd be like, "We have nothing." You got no. You got nothing. You it's have true. nothing. You did get Scott's uh, top of Scott's head to get red though, which is always an accomplishment. That's, that's the so. goal. Because I gotta wear a hat in the sun. There you go. They okay. told me when they came when I came over here, we want you to be yourself, Edgy. and enjoy yourself, <laughs> and that is what I strive to do on hey, the night tonight. I got basis. no complaints. Yep. I think, think that's what it. I think about every time I'm like on I the just, edge. I just want to come to work tomorrow. Like yep. One day at a time. I, mean, I talked about Jason Garrett pitching a tent. I mean, it is what it is. But real quick, I'm sweating right now. I guess that's the difference between being in your 30s and you're like, I'll find something else, just like hubris. You know, if they if they get rid of me, I'll find something else. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna lose. It's like maybe not true. I'm gonna lose by the hook with parking through the end of the month. Can yeah. I just make it that far? <laughs> it's like every couple weeks, I'm good. Exactly. You're like my key card still works. Yeah, and the worst part what? about the parking is you got to cancel like a month ahead. Yeah, so just gonna throw that out there to anybody else out there that's paying three hundred dollars to go to work. Ryan's like, can you guys yep. just give me a heads up so I can cancel my parking a month out? It'll be the happiest day of my life when I don't have to pay three hundred dollars to go to work. I not that I don't love being here, but uh, I mean, you don't, don't love, love paying. For I pay more pay to come free. to work. I, I pay go more. Go in there with me. I pay more to come to work than I get do to go see. You the don't Dave have band. to though. Here, here, you don't have to though. You can just park in the outdoor yeah, lot. I'm not I'm not I'm just like my car getting broken. Yeah, into. way too many cars have gotten it's broken. It's the winter. Your your car is gonna be all cold. No. My, di- my car did get broken into once. Yes, yeah, it's not happening. They stole. They didn't actually break anything. They just opened. I don't know how they got in, but they just opened the door. They stole an UGG blanket, and I felt kind of bad for them. They were cold. 
Yeah, I'm still not parking out there to donate a blanket to somebody. Sorry, I'll pay for the parking for that. Uh, Caleb Martin has six rebounds. I need one more. Uh, if there's 45 seconds left in this game, oh, I no. am going to lose by the damn hook. The effing hook! I hate yeah. it. Well, I, you know, at least you could have faded uh, Jonas Valanciunas rebounds and not told anyone, and then he just hit the number just very easily. I think he finished with, like, 17. And 15 points. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, he went over 28 and a half. So that's, right? Wait, no. He had 18 rebounds. Yeah, that's 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was good. Yeah. yeah. Against the Wizards. It's, so at least at least that that's going to hit. Thank God. But, you know, I praise Caleb Martin playing well. Four of 13, six rebounds, four assists, nine points. Bum. He He's on the list, guys. This is, this is the role player thing. You start sitting here and you ride the role player props train, and then they start letting you down, and you got to put them on the list and never go back again. That's what I did there. I'm, 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 I hate the hook. I hate Giannis so much, would have guys. to go on the list. No, I'm kidding. No, about you that. would He's never put 30. Giannis on the list. I want a three, though. It's plus 240. Giannis was literally like averaging 47 points per game against. 37 points per game against the Indiana Pacers. You can't really fade him. Yeah, he's only shot one <laughs> three. Really. We, we need to we need to draw something up for him. The, Dame, the Greek the, freak. Dame is stopping him from doing that nonsense. I know. See, this you is know the there's six fifty seven to go in the third though, right? There's a lot of time left. Yeah, still plenty of time. I just kind of I was hoping that maybe that'd be like a first quarter cash. You know, Giannis just no. left wide open out there, drills it, gets Luckily, it out of the way. Yeah, the uh, Arkansas State Louisville. I bet this like three hours ago. This game just won't end. I wonder if like it was delayed or something, but. I found this one a little fishy, kind of like the Spurs, but that one, uh, no, I was the only thing fishy there. They're getting the hell beat out of them. They have like 14 turnovers. Arkansas State to Louisville was only a three-and-a-half-point dog. They're beating Louisville 67-51, to 51, Arkansas State. So I did like that one, but unfortunately, I bet the NBA. And I have the Spurs. I don't even want to know. They were down 13 a minute ago. I'm it's, hoping. Don't, don't, tell, don't tell me. Okay. Don't tell me. All right, I'll leave you alone. Uh, 18 points and 10 rebounds, though, for Wemby. So there's that. Yeah, Four blocks. You didn't oh, have it. I thought you had a Wemby prop. It's, it's 94 I, You're the one that so said you all, weren't going to look. I so, was going to tell you and so, make it easier. So all favorites just win the NBA tonight and cover. Yep. That's that's a fun league. Yep. It's fun. <laughs> fun league. God. Yana, shoot it! Anyway, I got nothing to say look, about there's, this league. There's still six it. minutes to go in the third. Plenty of time for Giannis. Mm. You're not You're not sweating too much here. He's going to go to the rim a lot, though, against the Pacers. I really need Pacers don't play any defense, though. Like, there's an opportunity for him out there on the perimeter. How it's, is that? Oh, what a pass from Tyrese Howell. Oh, God. my God. Oh, how are you going to get blown so out with no LeBron, man? It's the second night of a back-to-back. Anthony Davis played 40 minutes last night. The Spurs are not a I good know, team. I know, but that's why. But, like, in the NBA, that sh- it shouldn't matter. I mean, they didn't even need to win the game. I need uh, one anyway, steal whatever. from Keldon Johnson, too. They better not sit him the whole fourth quarter. Just one steal. Yeah, you better not. Just one damn steal. That's it. It's rough. I hate it when it's just when you're down to those little, it's, you know, you just just one little thing. That's it. It ruins the night. Or it makes the night great. It really just depends on what the case is, so. Yeah. I'm a little <laughs> sad right now about that one. But, hey, there's still nine minutes to go. You never know. It's the NBA. It, but it again, is the Spurs. game of runs. At one point, the Wizards had a big lead over the Pelicans. The Wizards lost by 20. They gave up 142 points. And at one point, the Wizards led by 15 tonight, and they lost by 20. They are terrible. That is an unreal thing to see. It's impressive. I mean, that it really is impressive. Not in a good way. <laughs> we didn't we didn't get to see what all the fun facts were on their their uh, their TV network. Yeah, I know. Like you said, yeah, they had like a 15 point. That's lead. That's what they probably should have said. Wizards once led by 15. Third game this year, the Wizards have led by at least 15 points. You lost by 20. <laughs> Third game this year, the Wizards, the Wizards, the Wizards. That's what they should they do. They should Change be the Lizards. The name. Yeah. Change the name to the Lizards. 
Oh, there man. Buddy Heald only has 7-2. All right. Okay. How about we do a little? Would you rather, Scott? I think we might want to. We might want to move on from the the league right now. Yeah. It's now time to play. Would you rather? With BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network. Was it Phil Jackson who wanted to burn some sage, some sweet grass in the locker room, change the air, right? Maybe we'll just do that. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll burn something. I'd like to sage this damn studio. Help. Or burn real the studio. Sport. That sure. would be great. Would you rather on a Wednesday, Trista, start with you? Would you rather bet on the 49ers or the field to win the NFC? Niners now plus 115. It's show and network sponsor BetMGM. You want field, Eagles 3 to 1, Dallas 4 to 1. Prepares the thought the Detroit Lions at plus 800. There's your field or the Niners again, plus 115. I like the price of Dallas, but as a Dallas Cowboy fan, I know it's not going to happen. This has already <laughs> been shown to me two years in a row. And I know Ryan's got some Cowboys futures and he's still holding on to hope. And I get it. But like I've seen this story before and nothing tells me. I've got no hope that they have any answers for the San Francisco 49ers when healthy. The only thing that would change, I guess, the mathematics on that is if, I don't know, Debo Samuel and Trent Williams and Christian McCaffrey got injured. But, like, it's San Francisco and only San Francisco. Eagles look like their defense is not very good. Dallas is Dallas in the playoffs. We know what time it is. And the Lions, I cannot trust it all. So plus 115, as long as I get plus money for the Niners, I need it. Yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes you can get blinded by the price. We talk about that. It happens to all of us. You're looking for value. But let's just be honest with ourselves. If you're betting anybody else to win the NFC over the San Francisco 49ers, you're betting for the 49ers to have injuries to those players you just mentioned. Yep. It's, it's that simple. They are head and shoulders better than every other team in the NFL. They don't just win games, but they curb stomp teams and they get up early and keep it that way. And Brock Purdy's playing great football. And Kyle Shanahan is the best offensive mind in the National Football League. Nobody's getting through that team if they're healthy. Yeah, I like Dallas at 4-1 to one just because then, you know, if they meet in the playoffs, I could just bet uh, the Niners minus 175 or whatever the price is, minus 165. So I get the perfect hedging opportunity. And I think if anybody's going to beat San Francisco this season, it would be Dallas. You know, I just I know Philadelphia did it last year, but that's just not the same team. I'm not there with the Lions, Minnesota, Green Bay, any of those teams that sneak in Atlanta, the Saints. Uh, I don't think they're capable of winning a playoff game against these top teams. So I do like Dallas, but yeah, it has to scare you because they've lost in the playoffs the last two years to the Niners, and they just got blown out a couple weeks ago in the regular season game. But it's tough to beat a team four times in a row. Isn't that what they always mm-hmm. say? So I do like Dallas at 4-1. to one. I think that's the best value bet. They also say it at three times in a row. Yeah. It's also hard. So, Sometimes yeah. twice it's hard to beat them. <laughs> yeah. Not when you got Kyle Shanahan you're going nope. against Mike McCarthy. Nope. Yeah. Nick, would you rather on a Wednesday, Ravens Super Bowl 6-1 to one, or Lamar MVP also at plus 600? Well, I do have a Ravens Super Bowl ticket already sitting there. I think it was 18-1. to one. I got to go back to what it was. So... Uh, I mean, I'm going to look at where we are right now and forget about that. I I would go Lamar MVP because the MVP market feels still – it does. I mean, we talked about this earlier in the show. It does still feel relatively open where you can poke holes in Brock Purdy and his resume You because of just the talent that's around him. You can poke holes in Dak Prescott and say that he's a front-running quarterback and they've only beaten one team that's over 500. What Lamar Jackson is doing is – legit 
Like, he looks like an MVP with a roster that's not as talented. I mean, listen, I think the Ravens' offense is clearly better. We know the talent they've got on defense, but they've dealt with injuries. But they're not on the level specifically where the 49ers are. So Lamar still at 6-1. to one. There's a chance. There's an opportunity there for this team to continue winning games. But it really comes down to them beating the 49ers. And you're not going to get Lamar at 6-1 to one if they beat the 49ers. So you'd have to bet it now because once that San Francisco game comes and they do win, that's it. It's out. And he's probably the favorite at that point. Yeah. I agree, because I got the Lamar MVP futures. Now I guess I would go with the Ravens Super Bowl, because the thing that scares me about Lamar is just, like, doesn't have the Purdy Dak numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and they don't want to give it to him. Yeah, and, and they got some tough games coming up, too. San Francisco, obviously. But that's what I mean. If he beat, if they beat San yeah, Francisco, beat then them, you can say head-to-head yeah. they've won that game. Yeah. I just, man, I mean, like, these the AFC, not as low. I mean, it still is. Like, the Bills could go on a run, of course, but the Chiefs aren't the team that they've been. The, the Ravens Dolphins have, have injuries. The Ravens have an open path. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go Super Bowl, same price. Same. Yeah. Super Bowl for me as well. Same reasons. Give it to Giannis. Wide open. There it is. There's the three. Oh, there it oh, is. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Ryan, no. Oh. There's still a whole fourth quarter and four minutes and left four in the minutes. third. 16 minutes of game time left in that. Those looks, You'll be all no, right. No, he does. He was wide open, too. <laughs> no, there's... God. What did you, you say under your breath? I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> no, I think you Can't be too tired because there's a whole other hour still that you got to deal with. 94-80 bucks over the Pacers. You better hope the Pacers actually keep this close. We don't want any starters sitting in the fourth quarter. Hour to go. Close. Bet MGM tonight.